Good morning. This is Nomi Segal with a news update from Khan English News. The United States says it carried out self-defense strikes overnight on two facilities in eastern Syria used by Iran's Revolutionary Guard. The U.S. Defense Department said the precision self-defense strikes were a response to a series of ongoing and mostly unsuccessful attacks against U.S. personnel in Iraq and Syria by Iran-backed militia groups that began on October 17th. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said in a statement that the United States does not seek conflict and has no intention nor desire to engage in further hostilities. But if attacks by Iran's proxies against U.S. forces continue, will not hesitate to take further necessary measures to protect its people. A senior U.S. military official said the precision defense strikes in Syria struck weapons and ammunition storage areas that were connected to Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps. For a second night in a row, IDF tanks and troops with air cover staged limited raids in the central Gaza Strip. The IDF said dozens of Hamas targets were hit, including anti-tank rocket launching sites, command centers, and Hamas terrorists. The forces withdrew at the end of the raid. There were no Israeli casualties. The name of an IDF soldier who died of his injuries sustained in fighting on October 7th has been released. Sergeant Shoam Moshe Ben Harosh, aged 20, of Hispin. His family has been notified. To date, the names have been released of 310 IDF soldiers fallen in the war. A rocket alert was sounded overnight in Kibbutz Be'eri in the Gaza periphery. There were no reports of injuries. There were no injuries in last night's rocket barrage on central Israel, though a rocket hit an electricity pole, cutting power off in several neighborhoods of Rehovot and Moshav Sitria. Six rockets were launched, five of which were intercepted. One rocket fell in an open area. Egyptian media reported that a missile last night struck a building in Taba, south of Eilat, injuring six people. According to the report, the missile was launched as part of the fighting between Hamas and Israel. Hamas said on Wednesday it had targeted a lot with a missile, which the IDF said hit an open area. Khan reports that Israel's political echelon is considering allowing the entry of fuel into the Gaza Strip in exchange for a significant release of hostages held by Hamas, said to number 224. The IDF spokesperson asked about the possibility last night, said, at this point, the instruction of the political echelon is that no fuel is entering. If there is a change, we will update the public. U.S. President Joe Biden posted on the platform X last night that we are working around the clock together with our partners in the Middle East to secure the release of hostages, including American citizens being held by Hamas and the safe passage of Americans out of Gaza. We will not stop until we get them home. The U.S. leader met yesterday with the new House Speaker Mike Johnson and Democratic leader Hakeem Jeffries at the White House to discuss his request for nearly $106 billion for Israel, Ukraine, and other national security needs. Johnson, in an interview with Fox News, said that funding to support Ukraine and Israel should be handled separately. He said in that interview that Republicans would look for other areas to cut in the budget in order to bring forward a standalone measure of Israel funding of over $14 billion. Biden has proposed this amount for Israel to fund air and missile defense support and other initiatives. European Union leaders agreed at a summit yesterday to call for the establishment of humanitarian corridors and pauses 
get urgently needed aid into Gaza, expressing concern for the deteriorating humanitarian situation there. ACOM reporter says several EU countries sought to issue a harsher declaration toward Israel, but encountered resistance from Germany, Austria, and the Czech Republic. Meanwhile, Israel's ambassador to Moscow, Alex Ben-Tzvi, says the stances of Israel and Russia are not always the same, but the sides continue their dialogue. Remarks followed Israel's call on Russia to immediately expel a Hamas delegation that was invited there on a visit. This reminder to our listeners, Israel moves the clock back on October 29th at 2 a.m. On the night between Saturday and Sunday, clocks will be moved back one hour to 1 a.m. We're back at 11 a.m. with another news update. Listen on the Khan Reka radio and digital platforms. Shabbat Shalom from Jerusalem.